Hello and welcome back to the Style Stories podcast. I'm your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby, and this is a podcast that discusses style, image and fashion. We get to the why behind clothes, why we enjoy getting dressed, why we don't enjoy getting dressed, problems and obstacles in the way, styling tips and tricks. One of the things we're discussing this week has been prompted by one of my lovely listeners, Tanya. Hello, Tanya. Thanks so much for writing in. She wrote in and just said, why is it that even when you've got nice clothes, you sometimes feel a bit scared to wear them, like you're a bit of a show-off? What's that about? And it's all about mindset. So I have invited mindset coach Teresa Claysner onto my podcast this week to discuss the fascinating topic and how mindset really does influence everything you do in life, not just what you wear, but how you show up as well. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. This week on the podcast, I am going back to something I have covered on the podcast before because it's so important and it makes such a difference to how not only how we operate in life, but how we dress. And that's what we're going to be covering today. And I've invited mindset coach Teresa Claysner onto the podcast today, who is a regular contributor on my podcast. She's also a friend of mine. She lives near me. Our children went to the same school. So we are connected. And she's amazing. She has a lot to Yes, in the network. And she has a lot to say about the fascinating topic of mindset and how your mindset could be holding you back in so many ways, particularly in how you dress as well. So welcome, Teresa. Thank you so much for joining me again. Well, Lisa, this is always such a pleasure to see your face on a... Oh, it's not. Gosh, I thought it was Monday on a Wednesday morning. We're in midweek already. Midweek, yeah. We're powering it through. Yes. I love I love that you said that about how, um, you know, how I like to sort of free people of their mindset or at least sort of shine a light on what their patterns of thinking might be. And through working with you, it's it's I'm really grateful because it's given me another avenue to be able to, you know, shine a light on on individuals and, and you know, how they dress um, is actually really all down to their mindset. So it's, it's another vehicle to be able to see how our patterns of thinking kind of keep us either trapped or even free us, you know what I mean? So I really enjoy looking at it from this angle, through the, through the eyes of fashion. Because I see it actually, you know, since we've been working together, I, you know, it plays out in me all the time. I think about you a lot when I'm getting dressed and looking in my wardrobe and, you know, all of that. It's really opened up that sort of little channel of thought which is really helpful Um, and I was gonna just ask to kick off with like um what sorts of comments so you know mindset right so what we're talking about people say half glass half empty half glass full sorts of is it that no glass full glass half empty mindset half empty or you know how do you look at life with a glass half empty or glass half full Yes. And I think that's I think that's a natural thing, but I think you can train your mind, can't you? What what sorts of common mindsets are there that, that I really enjoy sort of working backwards and unpicking because we start to form patterns of behaviour from really really young, and those never change unless unless you come to some something like a coach or 
you have this option to sort of see back and think, oh, no, I keep doing that, why? You know, and then you can peel back the onion layers and work out. But, you know, all of that, like I said, even relates to how we show up in the world. This, you know, and, and that is the, clo the clothes we choose to wear is very much linked to our identity, which is, you know, I know for me, that's a massive driver, how I feel. I want people to see me and feel about me in order to get noticed you know I want to in some way through my clothes manipulate people to have an impression of me and well, that's it's just a form, yeah. yeah it's a form of communication you're communicating something you're sending a message yeah absolutely yeah and what you want them to think about you yeah so you have behaviors and habits and you know the way you talk and everything and also you have this massive option of your wardrobe and what you wear you know so uh, tools they're tools yeah. at your disposal aren't they and it's you were just what you were saying is really interesting because we are we are who we are we're, we're influenced by all these outside forces we're influenced by our parents how they were brought up and you know yeah. how they deal with money and things like that and what they money, pass absolutely yeah money your money mindset about you know, how they, yeah yeah they might have been making amend and make do kind of mentality. Oh, absolutely, yeah. What you feel you can spend on clothes. I mean, this would have been fed into you from a very young age, you know, like you you know, like say for example, I know my mum would never spend you know, we're talking about back in the early seventies, but you know, I would just get taken to Chelsea Girl and in a sale and I could only spend five pounds on a dress, which sounds poultry now I mean it was poultry as well but yeah so I had this sort of sense of not spending a lot on clothes you know my mum lived in charity shops now it's really cool but you know in those days it was totally you know as a young teenager I just was totally embarrassed and mortified so I've actually now gone the other way and I I don't mind spending money on clothes but I don't buy loads of clothes but what I buy I'll if it's if it's perfect, if I feel right in it and it makes me feel brilliant. I'm just going to have it. Why wouldn't you have that in your wardrobe? Yeah, it's, it's much better to get past that, you know, money mindset of your clothes should be cheap. And I, I will only spend 40 pounds on a dress max kind of thing, because that's what you've done since you were a teenager or that's yeah. kind of what your mum did or whatever. And you can't get past that because of your mindset is stuck on that it's really and then tricky, you end up yeah. with a wardrobe full of cheap crap you don't love yeah uh, well unless you can make cheap crap work i mean there, there yeah, could be yeah. that option um it, it doesn't mean that only expensive things work for you i no. guess but but all this is is to say that how you feel about money determines what you spend on clothes and and what you put yourself in in terms of clothes and it is your identity and how you feel how you show up every day how you feel so if you feel oh god i'm in this cheap tat then you're going to present as you know a little bit less than what you could be yeah absolutely and it's also sort of feeling maybe that you don't people feel that they don't deserve this is another mindset thing they don't deserve to have nice things which is a, a study that was done by harvard business school i think which um, it's called fashion imposter syndrome. So it's a form of imposter yeah. syndrome specifically related to dressing well and fashion. And even if some people can afford to buy, say, a Chanel handbag or something, yeah, 
they then are too embarrassed to wear it. To wear it. I mean, do you think this is, I love this sort of psychology around fashion, uh, buying stuff. You know, I know when I get stuff, I hide it <laughs> for a while. I think, oh God, I can't let anyone see that I've got this. And I've got to sort of bring it out. And when I get asked the question, oh, is that new? I was like, oh no, I've had it a while. Because in my mind, because it's been stuffed in the back of the wardrobe, You've that means I've had it a while. And so it's this thing about showing up wearing new clothes. What is that about? That that links to the imposter syndrome, I think, because... I think that's fascinating. That isn't it? And I, the puzzle, yeah. And don't you know a lot of women who do that? Like, you know, like, because now everything gets delivered, doesn't it? And to me, that's almost like the hall, that drop in the hallway is almost like the walk of shame and the rest of the family around. It's like, oh, you, have you been buying stuff? And I hate to think that people think I've been buying stuff for myself. And I don't, that links a bit to money mindset, a bit to me being vain, thinking that I need new clothes. There's loads of stuff going on. And literally, if, if I think I'm lucky enough to not be seen on the walk from the hall up the stairs to my bedroom, it's literally shoved away. And then I think, yeah. oh, phew, sign of relief. And yeah. I get it out when, I've, when all the emotions around that have calmed down. Yeah, that, that's definitely, I, I just do think that's so fascinating, that sort of feeling that you just shouldn't have, you know, I mean, you, you do that yourself to the bottom of the list. I totally do that, but I buy a lot of clothes. I mean, it's my yeah, job, right? I was curious, yeah. I tell myself, this is, you know, this is for my job, which it is, because I do have to look good for my clients and I do have to look good when I'm in Harvey Nichols and everyone's quite glamorous and it's all that I well I want to I don't really you know I, I it's a want mm. rather than a need I really want to look good I want to look the part all of those things so I'm kind of curating my image yes you know, and it's important to me and I don't find it I don't find it frivolous but I probably do spend too much if I'm being really honest I probably buy too many clothes if I'm yes. being very honest so but, but then do you them. feel bad you know like I said do you do this do you do the hiding in the wardrobe thing yeah I've actually got a puffer coat hiding in the wardrobe <laughs> upstairs right now and my husband is here because he's working from home so um he'll be down in a minute because he's going out to work but he's going to find out about that puffer coat and it's a giant puffer coat as well so I've had to really stuff it in but <laughs> Lots of things at the moment are oversized, aren't they? Which actually, me as a larger lady is effing brilliant. <laughs> right, well, yeah, that is the style at the moment, isn't it? Everything, yeah. it's nothing, it's all that sort of neat thing. It's all big oversized. This is an oversized puffer, but it's something, I have had the same warm warm winter coat for seven years, so that's how I'm justifying it. I've had, I haven't had a new winter coat for seven years. I think that's, that's not bad. Let's justify this. <laughs> Let's talk through this. I think I deserve that. <laughs> Come on. But th no, but what we're saying is exactly what we're talking about, isn't it? It's our ideas about what we're allowed to wear. You know, where you're just, look, I haven't had a coat for seven years. You're justifying this to me, you know. And Yeah, I'm just having to justify it. Yes. Do you know what I mean? You know, but I think things do need to be justified in the wardrobe. Just that They should have a, a place, a job to do. I don't want you know five of the same thing I want to make sure I'm wearing most of my wardrobe all the time and there is a difference between what you need and what you want 
and it's just trying to keep the want bit down and just what you need yeah I mean if you think about it I'm just having this image now of opening this wardrobe and there's stuff uh, luckily or hopefully on hangers but maybe not but all your little items of clothes you have some kind of emotional link to each of them don't you they're all there serving a purpose and they've all got a why to them, why I have them, why they're hanging up there. And it, it, it's kind of like, if you looked at it, like from my point of view, I would love to go through somebody's connection to each of their items of clothes and be able to sort of identify their patterns about how, how they think about themselves. It'd be a really fascinating exercise to do, not, not from a, you know. To ask the client, yes, what is their job? It, they'll all they'll all have some purpose which sort of uh, you know shows how that person wants to be or doesn't want to be in the world and this is why it's important to to look at your wardrobe quite regularly and just think is is are these clothes doing the job I want them to are they reflecting who I am today because I'm very different today to how I was before the pandemic actually my tastes have changed my perspective has changed I feel in many ways, a lot more confident. I feel like I've been through, as we all have, a huge trauma, you know, and you come out the other side, we're still in very uncertain times. It's all very stressful. I try to avoid the news, but it's sort of, I do feel like I've come out of something and I've learned a lot. So I feel different to how I did before. You know, you you mentioned the news, I agree with you, and, and, you know, it might seem frivolous, uh, but well you wouldn't say this because it's your job and everything but actually to turn off the news and be able to give yourself that positive um take on life rather than sort of head in that sort of god-awful detail that goes on on the news you know through through your clothes you could and your wardrobe you can actually start to you know turn your mindset around to feel a bit better well clothes are one of the joyful things of life to have fun with and to put you in a positive mindset definitely and also to give you confidence yeah and all the mindset now is about living in the now being in the now so you can't the past has gone you can't worry about the future but what you have got is now so you know and you're wearing that is how you're showing up in the now isn't it in in your in your gear but i was also just thinking uh, when I was imagining opening my wardrobe, I've got in my wardrobe a suit from Marks and Spencers that my dad bought me for an interview when I, for, when I was 16. And of oh. course, my dad's not around anymore. So this suit is hanging up in my wardrobe. But of course, it, it doesn't go anywhere near my body. So in the one way, it's a really deep memory of my dad. I can't chuck it because he, you know, lovingly went out shopping with me and bought it. But also every time I open the wardrobe and look at it, is it's a little nudge to say, you know, you'll never get in that. You know, so I'm wounded also. <clears throat> as much as I love it, it's it's something that sort of, you know, makes me feel, you know. Well, a bit sad about a bit kind of... I'm never going to get into it because, it, you know, it was, a, it was... Well, people are emotionally attached to things. Yeah, for that reason, if they remind you of someone really strongly or a place and time, and that's why people can't get rid of certain clothes that they're not wearing and not serving them and they're just cluttering the wardrobe. I was going to talk now about, we've talked about fashion imposter syndrome. I was going to talk about power fashion. So power fashion is the thing, there's an article in Forbes. So formerly known as 
power dressing or can still be called power dressing. So power dressing back in the 80s was when Remember women had well. to dress like men to be taken seriously in the city. So they'd be wearing you yeah. know, like a pinstripe suit, Thomas pink shirt, cufflinks, basically like, like a man. And now, you know, I mean, power dressing, the concept of power dressing is we've been talking about this communicating who you are is really part of your identity using yes. clothes as a tool yes. to communicate firmly and strongly through the way you dress yeah to stand out yeah well uh, yeah and that reminds me of i mean uh, this is i think one of the most watched videos on youtube i think it might be kelly mcgonagall not sure do correct me peeps if i've got this wrong but um about using the power pose when you when you needed to go into sort of maybe a tough meeting or deal with something tough, which is standing with your uh, legs wide apart, hands on your hips, yeah, or arms yeah. up in the air to give your sense of, you know, to make yourself larger, you know, the space that you occupy, you know, bigger. So almost like you're telling your nervous system that you're kind of a bit more powerful than what you feel you are before you do the pose. And, and yeah, I can see how clothes feed into this. I saw uh, on Instagram somebody putting sort of like silicon shoulders on, you know, stick on silicon shoulders to make your, like shoulder pads, you know, like in the 80s it would have been... Power, power dressing. Yeah, but now you can get these silicon... Thing, which kind of broaden your shoulders which is all about making your frame kind of a different that's what alphas do that's what alpha alpha males and alpha females do that apparently yeah and if you watch anything with world leaders greeting greeting each other they're all trying to lean into each other's space and like put their hands in and, and you make yourself sort of bigger in the space to kind of intimidate others yeah and women stand with their legs like like almost like an A-frame. Oh, lovely. Pot, which looks, <laughs> yeah. Cut your legs <laughs> Wind, <laughs> Whistling around, which is a good thing, right? But <laughs> yeah, so, so the 80s, um, that's interesting. So what we're saying here is you can also use clothes to, you know, make you feel more confident. Yes. Basically, that's what it boils down to, doesn't yes. it? Yes, yeah, it's like using it as, as this tool definitely so, yeah. to change. Yeah. You know, how you feel and all those sorts of things. Yeah. And there was this experiment done with them. Um, this is interesting with um, the scientists have been looking into this for years about, you know, the connection between mindset and um, how we dress and all those sorts of things. And they, yeah. they dressed two groups of volunteers in white coats yeah. and they told one half of them they were doctors mm. and the other half of them that they that the white coats they were wearing were artists what's the word that I used smocks that's it so half of them thought they were in a doctor's coat and half of them thought they were in artist smocks and then they did these tests and the people who were wearing the doctor's coats did better in yeah. all the tests yeah because they felt cleverer because they felt they were you know inhabiting a doctor's kind of they were taking on the qualities of a doctor and believing it of yeah. themselves, which is, um, you know, one of the unconscious biases that, that, you know, that we have really. And also, I read this amazing book called The Expectation Effect, and it kind of feeds into that idea is, you know, what your, your ex expectations of yourself is kind of actually what is, will be your outcome, will be your reality. So it could be as simple as putting on a doctor's coat to do an exam. And you could it sort of imbue yourself with the qualities 
well yes yeah, so it's put on your your amazing suit at work and then look, look and feel more senior if you yeah. want you know yeah well it's not only about how you feel it's about how people perceive you and actually I think that's more about well it's also about how people look at you so if you want to manipulate in a you know in a way if you want people to look at you like I, I guess classic isn't it going for an interview so if you want them to feel a certain way dress in a way that you know they'll they think people like that dress yeah I'm, I mean I'm saying a suit but that's just because I just default say that I mean anything that makes you feel good and anything that's right for your environment doesn't have to be a suit at all in fact yeah. like, hardly anyone wears suits anymore yeah uh, it, it's just like you know paying attention to it then influences others like you say it's I you could say influence you can say manipulate yes it's, you know yeah I think I think manipulation gets a bad rap because I I realize we're all doing it all of the time and yeah so let's take the heat out of that word it doesn't sound um, like a positive word but kind of we're all doing it so I don't mind using it but yeah influence is another way of of putting that in a yeah a more gentle kind of framework but. yeah well you know it's, it's just playing the game really it's competitive world exactly it's the games we play definitely that's exactly there is a game to be played millionaires who have made it like people who have really really made it they, they their mindset they've never doubted that they would make it they've never doubted themselves they've hmm. made mistakes hmm. but their mindset has always been this is who I am I'm going to do this that apparently that's what sets them apart yes. so mindset is incredibly powerful it's everything, to be fair, Lisa. You know, you know how, how you think and how you frame the world becomes your experience. I know, and I did touch it. Yeah, no, how you think yeah. dictates your outcome completely, utterly and entirely. Mindset is so massive. Basically, clothes have power over others and power over ourselves. That's what we're saying with the thing about manipulate or influence. Yeah. Those sorts of things. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it, yeah. It's how we feel and how other people see us. It's like um, was it, I think I did this course once, and, and it was about women um, talking about imposter syndrome and how women feel that when they talk about their accomplishments, they feel like they're bragging. So, so we don't basically because we don't want to feel like we're bragging. And the evidence shows that the people listening to women talking about their accomplishments accomplishments shows that they are bragging so it's like a double-edged sword you can't you know you can't win if you feel like you're bragging so you don't speak up then you're then you're not going to speak up because you feel other people um, are feeling that you're being too kind of showy and that is true people do think that so you know at the end of the day it's it's kind of interesting you've got to take the reins yourself you're damned if you do sometimes damned if you don't and um, this does link to kind of the fashion thing in, in a way, because it's it's what people feel about how you how you look. And if that's going to stop you wearing particular stuff and then sort of make you feel less, um, <clears throat> less of who you are, then that's not going to be helpful for you. So I, I just think it asks of us just to we need to show up as we are feeling our authentic selves every day and kind of not not overthink or over worry too much what other people are making of it because if if we you know if we feel authentic we're going to our voices are going to be stronger we're going to be you know 
we'll have a lot more sort of wind in our sails, so to speak. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think we just have to connect with our, our real identity, who we want to be, and be confident in, in that. That's what it's about, really, and how, that, how this links to fashion. Because I think with the imposter syndrome thing, I'm always saying to women, you've just got to get, we've got to get over all that now. We've just got to be ourselves, you know? We've been talking less, yeah. too long, yeah. Well, worry less about what others think. I mean, that's always going to, you know, make you feel more rooted in yourself. Be authentically more yourself. Yeah. Find the kinds of clothes you love to wear. Wear them. Don't worry about what other people think. Just try to yeah. move more towards being rooted in who you are. And like you say, your voice will be louder. Yeah. You know, and it can start changes. with clothes, can't it? I think if people are struggling to, well, who am I? look at your wardrobe and you know those stories in your wardrobe you start to begin to realize oh yeah I'm like this I like to show up like this like for me it's all about color isn't it because I I wear loads of bright colors because I feel alive you know and and that very much connects with with you know me I remember myself as a you know young teenager I just wanted to go out and have fun and play and really live life to the full and make make the most of every single day and and now you know even though i'm 60 now I, I kind of do that through my clothes and through color because it gives me that sense of well hey this is you know a bright sunny day and i can connect with that feeling um and if i wear something that you know that feels authentic to me in that moment then i'm going to show up as that person you know yeah yeah and i liked what you said i was interested in what you said as well about um, people feeling showy, like they're show-offs if they talk about their accomplishments, yeah. which comes, which you know, comes across in how people dress because they hold themselves back, they beige themselves down, they play it safe yeah. with what they wear. They're not wearing the colour like you are. They're not wearing these things because they feel like they're showing off. And the other people are going to say, "Look at her! Why is she wearing that? Yeah. Oh, wh where are you dressed up? Where are you going? Why are you so dressed up? Don't dress down just because everyone else does. You yeah. know." Do you remember we did that course and I, I, what blew me away about that when we did the face-to-face -face course is how many women didn't realise that they could wear what their heart desires. Yes, yes. And I think, I think that is the thing with women and clothes is people are walking around in clothes that don't, they don't really want to be wearing. Yeah, that, they're, that are boring and safe and that they've worn for years. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Blending in. Yeah. Yeah, and it's sad because you could be taking a lot of jo more joy. And that, you know, it doesn't mean spending a, a lot of money. And, you know, if you have some nice things in the wardrobe, definitely don't save them for best. No. I think don't save them for best. No. Just wear the damn thing. Wear, wear it. it. I couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely. Yeah, have these relics kind of hanging in the wardrobe, waiting for that occasion, waiting for that time that's the right time. And when does that right time, you know, like... Um, my dad died with a bottle of, what was it? I don't know, some kind of Madeira wine or something like that. He said, I'm going to drink that on my 50th wedding anniversary. It was, it was in our cupboard for like 25 years. Well, he died like three months shy of his 50th wedding anniversary. So never got to drink it. And yeah, if, that, if that's an example to highlight, what is the point of hanging on to something for that moment when, you know? yes bring that drink, moment drink to the wine now drink, drink the wine, wine wear the dress. clothes absolutely life and that's absolutely it and you know ju just if if 
you know, you're listening and you're thinking, I want to look more senior at work. And, you know, you don't know where to start. You don't know where to start with it. Keep it simple to start with, but make small changes. So, you know, if you're not brave enough yet to do the color thing or color's not your thing, just go for neutrals, but just get some really strong basics that are going to, that are a bit more up to date. So, you know, a straight cut pair of jeans would be an example or a wide leg pair of jeans, something like that or maybe some wide tailored trousers for work, that would be a good thing to update your wardrobe with now. If you want to just look a bit more polished, you know, because they say at at work particularly as well, you've got to dress for the job that you want. And so, you know, we're playing roles, aren't we, in life? I'm sort of, my role is I'm a personal stylist. I need to look stylish. So that's why I pay so much attention to what I'm wearing. You've got the Hollywood stars doing the red carpet. You know, they're, they're, they're Hollywood stars. They <laughs> don't walk out there wearing a pair of jogging bottoms and some trainers. <laughs> that would be funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I but I love watching that because I love that escapism and that kind of, you know, that glamour. They're, they're, they're giving that to us. And I love that. I love that role. Doctors with their coats. You know, I want a doctor in a white coat. I want a doctor to look like a doctor. Mm. I want a lawyer to look like someone who pays attention to detail and is going to, get the job done it's know. interesting isn't it because I, I i have a lot of conversations now with people in organizations who are battling with this idea of they're now being asked to go back to work you know more than two times a week you know um it's right. three times or i know my husband's company they want them in all the time they're paying for expensive offices in town they want their now there isn't really a reason for them not to return to the office you know and it's interesting isn't it because there's a lot of resistance from people because they've been used to you know turning turning up to work but at home and it's almost like an an opportunity to kind of reinvent yourself if you think about it you know going back into the office you know there must be a quandary about what do I wear now what's the appropriate office attire yeah um yeah it's just you know sitting in our jogging bottoms at home doing zooms has you know at the beginning it was a novelty absolute novelty roll out of bed wear something comfortable oh my god amazing and I think you know one of the reasons people there's so much resistance to going back to the office is because work steals your time it really does so you know you if you can put 100% into work but it's such a shame that it steals so much of your time, you know, the traveling and all of that. And people have seen that they have that precious time back, which is one of the most precious things we've got. Yeah. Time and it's time at home and all those sorts of things. So I, I totally get that. But, you know, going back into the office, I just think it's just going to be far more casual now. And that's accepted, you know, and asking for days working from home now is far more accepted than it was because of the pandemic. So there have been big shifts I think you just need to look clean and tidy. Do you know, you know I, I had that rant a minute ago saying, I want a doctor to look like a doctor, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that there is an element of that because you're picking up messages from people. What messages are they sending? Do I trust this person to, you know, tell me about my ailment? You know, you need to have an, an element of trust. That's what I mean. Yeah. And to look the part. And it just depends what sort of environment you're working in and of course we should we should be judged on our quality of work and that's it we shouldn't be judged on what we wear it shouldn't it should not matter yeah yeah but it does but it does (laughs) yeah it does and that's just the way of the world and it's because it's because as humans like you say we pick up cues 
But you can make it work for you. And I think that's the message about this is, you know, seeing as it does matter, why not, you know, sort of hang your hook kind of thing on on the clothes that you decide to, you know, or you choose to wear. And, it, you know, it enable them to infiltrate your mind to feel great about yourself, to show up every day feeling like you're showing up as you, who you want to be. You know, and show great. up how you want to be feeling good look good feel good still yeah has, has they're powerful power. items they're bits of cotton or polyester or or whatever wool but actually you know once they're on our bodies they infuse something you know they take on a different meaning a different life on their own of their own all in, in our minds all in our minds all in our minds and yeah. mindset that's amazing thank you Teresa thank you so much again I love chatting to you yeah, I can go on and on <laughs> it's just a fascinating topic how it, is. it really know, is I find it really fascinating it's tied up in mindset and it can be changed definitely mm -hmm. if yours is you know if you feel like yours is a bit negative or whatever you can work on it and change it break out of style ruts can all be done yeah Thanks so much, Teresa. Thanks, Lisa. Well, I hope you found this week's episode all around mindset and how it affects what we wear, how we feel about what we wear, how we show up in the world. Mindset really can be everything and about clothes being powerful and sending messages too. Please remember to subscribe and leave me a review. I'd be really, really grateful and I will see you next time.